0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Harfel Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a very uh, exciting topic. Let's just say, to me, it's recently been exciting. That's why I want to talk about it. Um, but before I even dive into it, I guys, I had a crazy week. The past seven days have been a roller coaster. I swear, like so much shit went down that just doesn't happen in that short period of time. I don't even. I'm not gonna dive into it because some of this stuff is personal. It was on like so many levels whether that was like adult stuff, personal relationships, uni wise, I had an exam today. I had so many stresses over the past 7 days and yet I woke up today and literally could you not had the best morning uh, like ever? Okay, not ever. <laughs> that was a really really strong statement I made there, but I had a really positive morning and the reason I think why it was, you know, such is because basically yesterday I was listening to this podcast, the episode was titled something like 10 ways in which I live like a more beautiful, peaceful, calm life, whatever. And in this, she said that um, the first half an hour of her day after waking up, she spends with no inputs from the outside world. Like she doesn't consume any information from the outside world and that kind of surprised me because you know i get the whole like don't use your phone when you get you know like you wake up the first thing don't i don't know like start watching youtube videos or netflix like right after you wake up but i always thought like you know reading books or listening to podcasts is quite like a healthy productive thing to do and it's like okay to do it not saying that it's not okay obviously but she was saying that instead she like she journals every single morning or maybe meditates, workouts, whatever she does and she also does this practice that's like the morning pages which is basically you wake up, you start writing like a stream of consciousness and basically what you're trying to do is write at least one page of just like journaling and the point of this is not like your average journal entry but you're meant to be not thinking about what you're writing like you're meant to be just literally like spitting words and Writing literally the first thing that comes to your mind, no stop, no hesitation, even if it's the dumbest thing, even if it's like you're writing, oh, I have to go to the grocery store today, whatever it is. Writing out everything with no like attempt on being like it sounding nice or it coming across a certain way. Just literally like a dump in like the truest meaning of this word, if that makes sense. And basically, I did that this morning, did not read, consume any media until like. Probably an hour into my morning, honestly, because I journaled and then I did some meditation, blah, blah, blah. I made my breakfast and it was so peaceful and so nice. And then I started playing, you know, happy, uplifting music because I was like getting ready for my exam. I am actually really proud of myself, I have to say, with this morning and also just the fact that despite everything, as I said, that went down this week, I am still like coming here. I'm still happy. I'm still optimistic and at peace, I would say. And me a year ago, me two, three, five years ago, could never, I am telling you, like, I would let the world beat me down so easily, and, like, I feel like I'm just much less easily shaken by this, you know, the, the, the everyday worldly events, and it's just such a pleasant and fulfilling um, emotion to have, like, realization to have, basically, and I think, wait, wait let me get a sip of my water, And I think this all could be really easily summed up with this sentence that I heard somewhere, which was Life does not get easier, but you get better with dealing at it. And it's so accurate because I feel like, as I said, like, these things that are happening, it's like life is throwing a little rocks at me. But I'm just, I know how to cope with them. I, I, I know how to deal with them. I know my reactions and I know that some things are just not worth getting fussed over. And I'm just making a conscious effort to... Take care of my well being and all of this. And on that note, I'm not gonna prolong this part of the episode because I'm not even being specific with anything and I feel like it's annoying whenever people don't explain, but I just don't want to explain. So whatever. Moving on to what I actually wanted to talk about in this episode. Um we're gonna cover well I'm gonna cover <laughs> two like main topics which which are like inherently different in their meaning, but basically they are very, very like correlated to one another. And these two things are honesty and authenticity. These two concepts I feel like have been huge themes in my life recently. When I say recently, I think I mean the past few months. I would like to give an ex- disclaimer at this point that I feel like I've always been in my life, like I've always been a pretty like upfront, no bullshit, honest person kind of person like i'm obviously like i was there were periods of my life where i was covering up more or i was less honest in my relationships and all of that for sure but i can recall memories like going back to literally when i was like seven years old and i was the person starting difficult conversations with my friends now i know you may think what the fuck is a difficult conversation you can have at the age of seven but trust me i had things that needed to be talked about with people and probably I have better ways of confronting those emotions and having those conversations back than I had back then. But still, I, I kind of look back to it and I think it has been a pattern in my life ever since. Or just, you know, it always has been a pattern in my life, which I think is maybe why being honest comes easier to me. Like it, it comes more naturally to me, basically, than maybe to many people who um, it's not to say that like people who don't value honesty, but people who maybe don't, you know, consciously Practice it because I feel like sometimes we just, or many times, we just get really used to our ways. And like, if there's certain topics um, or issues that we never consider talking about with other people, discussing them, coming up front about something, whatever it is, like, unless we actually pay some attention to these areas of our life or focus on these issues, then we're probably just gonna, you know, keep on sweeping it all under the rug or whatever it is that we're doing, avoiding. We all have our ways, I think. Of doing that. So I'll kick off the discussion with talking about authenticity. When I think of authenticity I also want to talk about how I came to like showing up as myself in this world because I feel like I have been told on many different occasions by different people that I like they do appreciate that part about me that I am quite true to myself and I I think a lot of people think that I don't think, like, I don't care about what other people think about me. Sorry, that was a bit of a tongue twister. Like, it's easy to look at me and think, or she doesn't worry at all about what others think about her, which is, if you truly, truly know me, like, that is not true. Like, that is certainly not true. I definitely care less than many people, but at some level, like, we're all human beings. We're all social creatures, and I definitely do care about what people think about me. But I think I've come to this point in my life where, first of all, this level of caring is much smaller than it used to be. And it's definitely not overriding my own sense of identity and my own liking for myself, my own self-love, let's just say. And second of all, the opinions that I do care about are those that are actually valuable to me. It's opinions of people that do play an important role in my life. It's my family and it's my close friends. And yeah, I do care about their opinion a lot because they they matter to me and I and I value what they they want to say to me. It's just the opinion of like the everyday people that I, you know, acquaintances. Like I I just don't care too much or at least like I don't I just I don't try to like focus on it. Let's just say because like if you if you start pondering about it meaning, like, "Oh my god, if I say this or if I post this picture or if I god forbid say this out loud or in a party setting, what will they think of me?" Like if you like if you consider it and give it that time of the day, then I think like the worry will come over you naturally because we are like that. Like if you do shine light on something like the light of your attention, let just say it's just going to come up. It's just going to become a thing, a, a mental formation, let's just say, in your brain. And that's why it's very important to be aware and kind of consciously redirect your attention to the areas of your life aspects of your daily reality that actually do matter um and that do bring you joy and that are fulfilling and not all these little things that beat you down on a daily basis let's just say but that was a tiny tangent i think that in order to be authentic you do have to be confident and like yourself at least to a certain degree the reason why i say this is because how on earth would you be able to meet up with people and enter the social circle and talk to other people and have the courage because it does take courage to you know speak up for yourself be yourself not try to like mask or cover certain parts of yourself purposely if you don't even believe that you're worthy if you don't even like yourself in the first place if you don't think that those characteristics that you have that you try to maybe try to cover up like they deserve to be shown and then deserve to get like basically hard to explain okay i'll give you an example maybe it'll be easier that way um for example let's say i am quite an outspoken person and i can be quite loud i feel like sometimes or just really talkative and sometimes it's not you know my favorite characteristic let's just say Um, But at the same time, I can notice the benefits that it bring me. I think it is an important part of me. And it's something that whether I try to hide it or not, it's just going to be coming up because that's just the person I am. It's something that I used to be quite insecure about. And it would be something that I would try to diminish if I'm with people or just not like really actively try to not show that part of myself. Maybe, for example, pretending to be more like chill and not caring than I genuinely was at that time and now i actively try not to pretend like i you know i don't give a fuck i don't you know i don't care i'm so chill i don't try to do it or at least i hope i don't because i've come to appreciate that part of me that outspoken part of me that part of me who cares because it brings so much meaning into my life it deepens my connections and it is you know an inherent part of me as again i feel like i'm repeating myself over and over again here but it is only after i've started you know, liking that part of me, or at least, like, allowing it to be and to shine, let's just say, that I can enter a social situation and be surrounded by all these, you know, chill, not caring people, for example, and still not try to adjust myself to them, not try to change myself or pretend like I'm different than I am, and still be myself, because to say that they're chill and I'm not (laughs) is not, like, a negative thing, that it's not negative, it's, it's not either negative to be a very chill low key person or a very outspoken energetic person neither is like a positive or negative thing it's just how people are with these differences but you do have to have some ground in yourself in order to not shy away from that part of you when you're with other people and just be okay about these differences in your characteristics versus other people people's characteristics etc etc another point is when we're searching for friends when we're searching for connections or partners whatever it is I feel like we usually, you know, tend to gravitate towards people that are similar to us. Maybe not exactly the same because they would maybe drive us crazy because they have all the things that we don't like about ourselves, for example. But overall, like when it comes to values, ethics, morals, likes, dislikes, interests, etcetera, et cetera, we tend to, you know, couple up or become friends or close form close close bonds with people who are relatively similar, I think all of you will agree with me on that one. How are you actually meant to attract those types of people, the right type of people into your life? If you're not showing up as yourself, if you're not being authentic and not talking about the things that interest you, for example, if you're not allowing yourself to do the hobbies that you enjoy doing, for example, I don't know, joining a comedy club or a swimming team or talking about manga because you really like it if you're gonna be hiding these bits of yourself you're maybe missing connections with people who are like you who are also you know when you do actually talk about these stuff when you do again like our commas authentic people will see you for who you are and then they may approach you because they may be like oh damn like this person is actually quite similar to me like let me strike up a conversation and if we were all being authentic and acting as we are by ourselves okay maybe that's not necessarily the meaning of being authentic right it's not like you have to be exactly the same with people as you are without because a that's not possible and b i think even when we're by ourselves we are putting a little bit of a mask even in front of ourselves i think it's very very difficult to get like actually get to the core of ourselves but you know minimizing those differences let's just say whenever i was not showing up as myself whenever i was being really inauthentic um, I think it mostly happened in my life f- in like big social settings, so like parties, places where I really cared about coming across as like cool and laid back and all of that. And whenever I would be pretend to be that, you know, cool person, that person who's not really me at the core, just just acting a little bit different, twisting how I act and what I say and my opinions even to the liking of other people or like to what I thought was the liking of other people. It always just leaves me feeling icky. It's a really simple thing because, like, even if you, you know, get like achieve what you are essentially trying to do, so for example, get those people to like you, at the end of the day, they don't like you for you. They just like the version that you, you know, consciously created and molded and show it to them. And then, how are these relationships in any way meaningful, you know? And so, because I know that, because I realized that if I even manage to form these kinds of relationships based on a persona I create about myself, let's just say, These are not going to be relationships or bonds that I actually care about and that I want to deepen because these people don't see me for me. And it's a really disheartening feeling as well to like have people in your life and realize like, oh shit, this person actually doesn't see this really big part of me. And it may not even be their fault. It may be your fault for, you know, just like always acting a bit different around them and purposely doing that so that they like you and then realizing you know they actually like just the version that you're viewed that is not even real in the first place, and obviously you know the degree of authenticity that you will portray, let's say exhibit exude um look at my vocabulary um that degree will depend on the setting and the people that you're with, whether that's a group setting we obviously like act a little bit different versus when we're like one on one. I think you can really see. How you truly are when you're with your family because I feel like when we're with our family, like we're putting the least of any shows, and obviously that will vary depending on like your situation. But for many people, I think you know your your family. A knows you since like literally the day you were born. They know you probably. I don't want to say better than you because they certainly don't, but they know you when you even didn't know yourself, like when you were even unconscious. Like they knew. I'm talking mostly about your parents. Obviously, like siblings, it's a bit different. But and B, you know, they kind of they are your family, so essentially we're guys are stuck together and so you know you don't, you don't ever think oh my god how is my how am I gonna come across to my mom or like is my mom gonna like me if I say this thing like it's not really a concern we have and I think it's both a good and a bad way because like we can be this very authentic person uh with when, when we're with our family and again like speaking for myself but hopefully for as many of you as possible um but sometimes if like the negative characteristics come out easier as well and I just don't filter myself with my family sometimes or I can just come across as a bit rude to them just because I'm like you know well it's my family but I still need to remember and remind myself that they're humans and then that they they also deserve my good side and not of the bullshit that I bring to them sometimes but that's a side note. I think at the end of the day essentially you're gonna be drawn towards the people that you do feel yourself with. It's something that I recently realized like The meetings and the conversations that I leave feeling most, like, fulfilled and happy, you know, like, they brought something important to my life, are conversations in which I knew that I was being heard, and I knew that I was being seen for myself, even if it's my, like, say, social version, like, obviously, as I said, there's a difference between yourself when you're by yourself, and yourself when you're with any other people, even if it's, these are, like, the closest people to you, but essentially, it's kind of the opposite of what I was talking about, if you leave a conversation with someone, and you just feel like you were, you know, stating your truth. You were being honest to yourself, and you were, they were really caring for you, and they really, you, you felt heard, you felt seen. Again, those things that I just mentioned, and that person is still, you know, wanting to continue be your friend or your spouse, whatever it is, and they're still showing up for you in your life. You just feel this, you know, really deep sense of acceptance by other people. And we do seek it out. Like, we're humans, again. Like, it's nothing nothing bad, nothing negative. It's just how we are. But it's really a really fulfilling feeling. And that's why I think it's really important to find your people and find people who you do feel like you don't, you, you don't have to filter yourself out with. And I think maybe sometimes we even assume that, oh, this person, you know, wouldn't like me if she or he knew me for the real me. But did you give them a chance in the first place? Have you ever tried being honest and true and authentic when you were with them stating your truths, whatever it is and they had a negative reaction if that happened then yes it's possible that they don't see you for you and they would not appreciate you as like the human being that you are but unless you give it a try i feel like it's quite hard and i think it's also a good way to kind of test out your relationships with people if you're kind of unsure about this like you know how that person would react just try and see, maybe they will surprise you. Because I feel like, again, we sometimes just tend to impose our perspective of how other people will behave. And we think we know how they will react. And sometimes allow yourself to be surprised by them in the best way possible, let's just say. Okay, so these were kind of my three cents on authenticity. And now moving on to honesty, which is something that I've been thinking about so much. And I swear, I've talked to... So many of my friends about it being like, I know it's cringy, but I've just been like, I'm in my honesty era. And that is kind of true. Like, I, I cannot lie. <laughs> I literally cannot lie. When it comes to honesty, when I think of honesty recently, I specifically refer to having the courage to have a difficult conversation or simply talking and raising points that may not be fully comfortable to talk about let's just say because you know it's not (laughs) it's not like it's hard to be honest about the things that we like and the things that excite us it's not you know hard to be honest when you're telling your friend that you really like them like obviously these things come naturally to us I think most of us it's when it comes to the negative things it's when it comes to issues we have in relationships with people it's when it comes to our boundaries and stating them Or saying when we're being mistreated and, you know, bringing it up with other people. All of these things are kind of uncomfortable. And I think the tough pill to swallow here is that it will never get comfortable. Like, you know, sitting someone down or just starting a conversation about a sensitive topic, about your past, about an issue you may have with that person, about the way they have hurt you or even apologizing. All of these things will be, you know, kind of gut-wrenching. You'll have a tight, you know, feeling in your stomach and it's just gonna happen. But again, it's like you have to, life doesn't get easier. (laughs) You just get better with dealing at it. You know, when you're having your 10th difficult conversation and you can observe the outcomes from those previous nine conversations and see that they actually, you know, improved your life, improved your relationships, like made you feel more, you know, authentic again and made you feel more, brought you a greater sense of, you know, meaning or fulfillment, whatever it is that they gave you you eventually get over that feeling, kind of. Like you you do see it as just like a little obstacle on the way to something bigger and greater and better. I am no exception in this case. It's not like I like having difficult conversation and it's my side hobby. But when it comes to those types of uh, conversations, I feel like what I dislike more than having them is the silence and is the dishonesty, whatever it is. Like silence, as in, for example, I don't know, like, there was a situation between you and your friend. I've had that happen to me multiple times. I feel like that was a big pattern in my life, hoping it's not going to continue in the future. But, you know, just situations in which me and my, like, a close friend of mine, whatever it is, like, it's not necessarily that we had an argument. It's not necessarily that, like, we shouted at each other or something really big happened. But, like, there was something underlying or maybe something was building up over time. And suddenly we're, like, just not talking to each other. And we both know that something is really up. And we both know that the vibes are off. It doesn't matter where we're like together or apart. Because sometimes it's just like not texting someone at all. Or like somewhat, sometimes it's when you go to the same uni school. And you actually see that person. But you still may not be talking or actually communicating. Um, you can be just having small talk with them. This silence between me and like my close people. I just fucking hate it. Like I cannot tell you how much discomfort that brings me. Like because essentially... When I'm faced with, you know, I'm either going to let the silence prolong and hope maybe that the other person will react or I'm actually going to get over with it like now as soon as possible by having that conversation, that conversation stops seeming like the most, the worst thing in the world. It actually seems like the solution to the problem. And most of the time... Surprise, surprise. It actually is. And it's not to say that it always fixes everything right away, but it's a step in the right direction. It creates that movement. It creates, you know, maybe there are some big things that you have to, you know, untangle with your friend or big issue that, you know, has been building over years maybe of your relationship. And it's not going to, you know, one conversation is not going to end it, but it's going to be that starting point, that shifting force, however you want to call it, that is going to trigger that. And if you don't have the conversation, you can either just, you know, remain in the very uncomfortable silence or, again, hope that the other person will have the guts to talk to you first and come to you first, which, you know, it may happen and it may as well not happen. And maybe it'll actually end up in losing an important person that you have. And imagine how sucky that will be, like losing someone who you really care about, who you were close with at one point, just because neither of you had the guts To just talk to each other and be humans with each other and open up to each other and be vulnerable with one another. I think too many people consider these types of conversation as conflict. And I think also what's making it even worse is that so many people are like conflict avoidant. Like they just cut themselves off or they just like, they get really upset by these types of conversation or it makes them really sad or you know, they start crying whenever they're having that kind of conversation. Like, it's it's normal. We're all going to have different reactions based on, depending on how we were raised and how our parents communicated with us, with each other, our family members. All of that, you know, influences how we approach these situations. I think I have a really good, like, example from my mom, because especially recently, like, I've been talking to her a lot about this, she also is, been, is going through her honesty era, let's just call that. And she's having those conversations with her with her adult friends about things that, you know, don't work out or things that she might have been hurt about, what, like whatever it is. But it's kind of interesting to see that these things, these patterns, these avoidant patterns still happen in so for so many people deep into their adulthood. And just because people like become adults and grow up does not mean that they actually learn how to have these conversations. And they may just as well... Be as avoidant as if they were when they were like 20 or 15. We do have to learn, teach ourselves how to have these conversations. It's one thing that people are conflict avoidant, which sometimes may be a good thing, right? We don't want to be starting shit up for no reason. But I think people mistake those conversations for conflict because it's not conflict. Talking about your feelings is not conflict. Let me break it to you and let me repeat that. Talking about your feelings and your emotions and how a certain situation made you feel if you state it properly, if you don't start with accusing the other person or just throwing all of your assumptions on them, it's not a conflict. It's just a conversation that you're having. And I think it's very important in those types of situations to always talk from your perspective. The other person cannot be mad at you for just you stating how you feel. And when you when I say stating how you feel, I don't mean, you know, you're a bitch and that makes me feel bad. I'm saying... I feel bad when I see that you act like this because you know I've been hurt in the past and that just triggers a certain reaction out of me or like you know when I hear you say these types of things it creates an emotion in me that I don't like whatever it is like just always make sure that you're talking about yourself and don't impose characteristics don't impose your assumptions about other people or how they feel as well or even more importantly like the intentions behind their actions because it's Obviously, like, when another person is hurting you, you're gonna, in your head, make a scenario and an explanation for why they're doing it. Let me tell you, like, most of the time it's probably wrong because you don't, like, you don't have access to their brain. You don't know whether they're acting like this because they're hurt or they simply maybe didn't have the time to talk to you. Or maybe um, they have something else that triggered them to have that reaction towards you. And you're just thinking that they're being spiteful and they hate you, for example. Like, it's, you know, so many scenarios and not everything that our thoughts and our brains produce is gonna be true i think most of it actually in fact will not be and bringing this back to myself i as i said like in the past months i've been just having this huge urge to just whenever any situation arises just to talk it out because i think i've been slowly (laughs) but surely learning that it's again like always better to have that conversation than to not have it i think there have been many times in the past where i just stayed silent for too long And could have solved the situation so much quicker than I actually, like, let it happen for, like, say I haven't been talking to my friend for a month, and only after a month, like, we had that conversation, and it turned out that he actually didn't mean anything bad about it. They were just, like, really busy with their lives. But I spent that month obsessing and being upset over it and being hurt by it, just because I, you know, didn't have the courage to to, to speak up and to tell them what I'm actually feeling in this relationship. Um, And recently... (laughs) it's just, it's like, I cannot really stop it. Like at this point, it's not that I say everything that I mean, you know, but I'm just really like not bullshitting people. And I'm really trying to be honest about the ways I feel in situations and in relationships to other people. Because I feel like then the only thing it has brought me is the deepening of my relationships, or the resolution of certain situations that have been bothering me. I I just think that so much of life in general is spent like humans playing like charades with other people with each other and just like all of us are just putting this dumb show on and lying to each other on a daily basis not necessarily lying on purpose or saying things that aren't true but just yeah like staying silent about our emotions and i just really want other people in my lives to be honest towards me because and you know the way i'm trying to accomplish that because i obviously cannot influence other people's actions is by being that example towards them and just showing them both, you know, showing them that, like, I am ready for those kinds of conversations and they can always come up to me if they have, like, an issue or anything that, it, you know, comes up. But also just, yeah, show exactly, like, creating that safe space because I think if you come to other people first and, you know, you start having those conversations and you guys can, like, deal with an issue, whatever it is, together then the next time it happens maybe they will be like oh you know like it actually wasn't as bad as i thought this time maybe i'll talk to them this time maybe i'll tell them what's bothering me this time and i really just want everyone to know if any of my friends are listening as well you know you can always come to me with any sort of thing you have towards me whether that's an issue a boundary i overstepped the way i've heard in which i've heard you obviously these things are not nice to hear ever but i really care about the people in my life and i really care about deepening those relationships and making them as strong as possible. Not in like an obsessive way. But just like, I just want there to be honesty. Because then these relationships are even more fulfilling. And they just feel, it just feels like a really strong support system. When you know you can, your friends will be there for you. Regardless of whether it's good times or bad times. That's what I how I see it, I think. Other positive, you know, outcomes that you may get from having, you know. Just being honest in life, in relationships with other people in regards to other people besides like deepening the right connections because it's not again like tough conversations will not deepen your relationship with everyone i think there are some people who just cannot deal with them or some people who are not ready and maybe some relationships will like fall out because of it or some the the resolution of certain situations will be that you guys are not longer talking to each other which actually i think is also fine because that means it just wasn't the right fit and you you don't want to be friends or be partners with a person who cannot deal with you just being honest with them but another you know another potential good like outcome benefit whatever it is is like the clarity that comes afterwards after having that conversation um, especially if that other person has been honest towards you because as I said like you're setting that example you're initiating the conversation and then usually like they are honest in response to you that's what usually happens it's just that clarity is like the opposite of the overthinking that goes on if you You know, if you just keep silent and keep it all held up, built up in yourself, it just allows you to process and move on from the situation, process the truth, because when you've been like wondering about something like, what is the other person thinking? Like, what do they mean by that? Why did they say that to me? Why did they do that to me? Whatever it is. Once you have that conversation, again, I feel like I've said conversation like a hundred times in this podcast. Once you have that conversation and they tell you, they literally do tell you, and hopefully they're being honest and again, not bullshitting you. You can work with that because for the first time, you're probably having something concrete. You actually have heard from the other side and know what they're feeling, know what their intentions are, and not just guessing, you know, them. Because as I said before, these guesses are very much random, influenced by so many factors and mostly inaccurate. And yeah, as I said again, like once you show that vulnerability first, people... A, see that it's like actually not that scary and B, feel that they can be vulnerable with you too, which is, I think, a very important thing that we should all practice more. And I know vulnerability sometimes sucks and it sometimes leaves you heartbroken or it leaves you sad or it leaves you upset or ashamed or, you know, just beaten down by life because vulnerability is not always easy. I think it's usually, if not always, the better choice, the bigger choice. Yeah, I just, think, I just think so much of life would be better if humans were just like honest with each other. Just not mean, not brutal, not saying everything that is on your mind. That is not honesty. That is just um, being overly critical. But the things that matter, saying the things that matter is what I think we could all use more of. And on that note, I'm going to be finishing up this podcast episode because I have to get ready. And as I said, a therapy time. Very excited. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. The next time I'll record an episode will probably when I'm back home. So I'm sure there's going to be lots of new reflections as every time that I go home for Christmas. Also just so excited to get away from London for a while and just process everything that has happened in the past few months to me in a good way and in a bad way but just yeah reflect upon it and set myself up right for the new year's woohoo actually you know i'm no, no i'm not gonna get there not gonna go into like the whole i can't believe it's 2023 already because we all cannot believe that collectively um yeah thank you very much for listening and i'll talk to you very soon i hope you enjoyed this episode bye bye